Hey friend, you're listening to the Jubilee Freedom and Shalom podcast. If you want to help us make more episodes, please go to patreon.com forward slash Jubilee Freedom Shalom. All one word, Jubilee Freedom Shalom. And make a pledge to support the show. Thank you so much for spending your day with us, and we hope you enjoy the podcast. Now, here we go. Well, we appreciate you guys listening to this episode. We are um, we're going to wrap it up. We're done. We're done talking about Mars Hill uh, episodes. Uh, we would still recommend you go listen to them yourself. Um, as you can tell, there's a lot of crazy crazy things um but our hope is also that you know if you hear all these episodes and you just feel really discouraged uh that was not our intention at all but our hope is that you would be encouraged by the fact that god is still working and god is still moving the spirit is at work and and be encouraged by the fact that all of this is true about things that human beings do but god still chose to work through human beings so there's some encouragement to be taken from that to say, like, you are fully capable of accomplishing all the good that we've talked about in these episodes. All of the things that we've said, you know, try to be careful of this and how, why do humans do this and all of that. Like, God has still chosen to use you, to create you in his image, to call you his child, to love you and never let that go. And he has also chosen because of the Holy Spirit to live in you. And to work through you and to work with you. And so we hope that you're encouraged by that. That even though human beings do crazy things to each other and really jacked up things, that God has still chosen to work through human beings. Um, and like Joseph says to his brothers at the end of Genesis, you intended to harm me, but God intended this for good to accomplish what is now being done. Um and that is true. May that be true. Yeah. And I think that if you're someone who feels like they're in a congregation that is obsessed with things that you just deep down feel like this isn't what how we should define success, mm. you feel like you're being uh, gaslighted because everyone's just like, man, you need to chill. You need to like, you need to let that go. You need to change your mind about that stuff. That stories like this will be like, no, see, this is important. This <laughs> is really important. That's that's something that I think is uh, is is going to bolster that like conviction in you. Right. And number two, if you're in a congregation where they're they're not trying to gaslight you and tell you to go away, that you can look to these stories and be like, we have to come up with a rule of life, a way of doing church that really guards against this stuff because by human nature we're going to drift here. Right. How can we protect uh, ourselves against yeah, ourselves? Yeah. And. It's like, yeah, so let's only build an auditorium that holds a thousand people, and that's just what it is. You know, right. we got to do something else. Well, let's, um, let's not have a stage where everybody looks at a stage. Let's... Yeah, it's in the nuts and bolts of how you do it. It's in the rhythms that you put out there. It's like we're, we shut, you know, prepare now. Seven years from now, we were not going to have church for a whole year. We're going to go out. We're going to do these things, but we're not going to spring it on you the, the day before. Right. You know, to get ready, and I don't know, whatever that – both in time and in physical space, we need to build structures that that l- limit our potential to treat each other poorly and treat the planet poorly. Instead and, of hoping that we just make the right call in the moment. 
Right. When the pressure's and, on. Uh, as as we tell our young people, don't don't decide your theory of you know mm. alcohol when you walk in, like right as you walk into the kegger. Before, yeah. Right as you're well, being led into a room. Yeah, it's like you really need to think ahead about this stuff and know that human nature really can get addicted to these things, and we have to proactively you know, have some thought about where, where, what is enough? Mm. What, where's the line? And, and what am I going to do to, to not have to live in a place that always tempts me to my addictions? Like that's not a, don't, don't live in those spaces because it's going to create a, a paranoia in you where it's like, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, okay, we don't, we weren't born and put on planet earth to just walk around going, don't sin, don't don't sin, don't do it. You know, so let's build environments that that encourage us to be something else, and that even the the literal bricks of our building like point us in the better direction, right. and the way that we structure our years and our weeks and our months, it just it points us in a better direction. Even if those things are super frustrating, right. like taking or a whole slow. day off when you when you gotta move the you know mow the grass, right. <laughs> and you're like. I, I, I really need to mow the grass. Like, sorry, bro, it's rest day. And, right. and I don't know to tell you. We just have to figure yeah. it out some other time. Yeah. Those things, and also know, you could be making the best decision, but it still might be frustrating. Mm-hmm. So just because you experience frustration doesn't mean you're not doing a great thing right. and, and putting a great practice into practice. Yep. The other takeaway I have had in this episode, but also just in this podcast in general, was... Um, the idea of like and again I have maybe some ideas I could throw out there but how to constantly be checking what you're valuing like what why are we why do we do what we do how and how does it affect how we do it Mm -hmm. and if we can look around and see harm happening to people or to our community because of what we're doing then we may be valuing the wrong thing or if at some point we feel like we lose sight, all these people in this episode talk about, you know, there's there was a moment where, like, it became less about who Jesus was to them and more about how to make this thing grow. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if we ever have realizations like that, that we would be the kind of people that would have checks and balances in place to, to be like, pause, pause. Let's reevaluate what are our values. And if that means that every month, your, you know, a leadership team for your ministry or your church, or whatever gets together and says, all right, we're going to make a list. Like, what do we value? Like, why are we here? Yeah. And what's important to us? That's just something that has come up in all these episodes. It's just like, that's another one you got to check because the world will try to tell you what to value, what's important. You know, we talked about the faith for exiles stuff that Barna did their studies um, they they set up basically like a Jerusalem and a, ba- a digital Babylon and di- the qualities of digital Babylon the things that they value are like complexity fast paced efficiency all that kind of stuff right. and and so that's what the world is going to be influencing you into more and more yep. and so if we're looking if we let that creep in it'll only cause problems. So we have to set up some kind of defense to always come back to the drawing board and to be able to have honest conversations. And I think if you did it regularly, like every month 
to have an honest conversation of like this month, what did we value? And it's like literally take out the budget, the church budget, take out uh, timesheets, take out all of that and just say like, what did we value this month with our energy and our, our resources? And it's like, we spent 10 grand on an Easter egg hunt. And it's like, well, like, is, is that what we're going for? And like, yeah. can we reevaluate? So yeah. I think that's another one that has come up in my mind a lot. It reminds me, I saw this short clip of a, um, you know, so Easter is really important in the church. Christ is risen today. The resurrection is so central to the story. To, so much so that the writers of the Bible say if the resurrection didn't happen, then we're like the most pitied, What's the point? to be pitied person, yeah. people on, on the planet Earth. So it's a big deal. And you're like, well, I I think Jesus is important. I think his resurrection is important. I think celebrating that is important. So we got to make Easter big, you know, because we love Jesus, right? Well, of course, yeah, yeah, we gotta got to do that. And so I saw this video of, you know, so people do reenactments of, you know, Jesus' crucifixion and, you know, all these things to celebrate Easter. And this church have wanted to do, you know, bigger, bigger, more, more. And so it finally got to the point where they wanted to use pyrotechnics. So when he came out of the tomb, mm-hmm. it would just like boom, and there would be, you know, a big explosion and smoke and uh, sparklers going off or whatever. And so Jesus comes out, the tomb explodes, and, and you know, a guy with a wig on and a, and a white dress, you know, tunic comes out, and uh, he's, everyone's just cheering, but the stage is catching on fire as it's going off and just it's like climbing up the curtains of the stage and they're like literally lighting their church on fire and everyone's just cheering like, yeah, Jesus is risen, yeah. And it's just like, I, that's such a great analogy. It's just like, we want more, we want more, bigger, better, wow factor. Where's the, you In know. In the background, it's burning and it's like, ground. But we're just burning our the whole thing down as we're doing it where we're all cheering like, Jesus has risen from the dead. Yeah. You know, and we're burning down at the same time. Like our obsession with all that is is burning everything down. <laughs> and it's like this is so ironic. Right. You're doing this for Jesus, quote unquote, but it's burning down the church. Yeah. And ah, we can't. That is so. We gotta square that back up and be like, it doesn't honor Jesus to burn down the church. Not only the literal building, but the people who form it, we are burning them down and running them over. And, you know, there's just dead bodies, you know, left and right behind where we've been in our wake. Yep. That just, it, it can't be right. Nope. But you're, but we're, but it's Jesus, it's Easter. Right. Yeah. But there's, it's, it's the fruit of that is not just, if we just, uh, there's, there's three things that I see people falling into categories, Daniel. There's feelings, there's theology, and there's get stuff done. What I mean by that is, if you walk out of church on Sunday morning, there are some people that say, if you felt the feeling of Christ is risen from the dead, then we did our job. Hallelujah. Then you, we, you did it. Mission accomplished. There are people that if your theology is not perfect and you don't get it up here, and you don't understand the complexity of X, Y, and Z theology, then you don't get it. And if you do, then we have done our job. 
We're not trying to give you chills. We're just, uh, we don't care about the feelings. We just want you to have perfect theology. And then there's other people who are like, you know what? I don't care about the, the, the goosebumps. I don't care about perfect theology. We just need to be out there on the street. We need to be getting stuff done. You know, all that other stuff, it, you know, it, it's more, that's the more important thing. And it's like, there's always going to be people trying to pull it in one of those three directions when really we should be so trying to hold all that intention. It's like, yes, we do need, our theology is so important. Our, you know, getting up off our butts and doing something about the words that we say or the prayers that we pray the perfect to theology help ourselves. that we hold. Yeah, and, and yes, we should have a feeling about, I do love my church family. I do love Jesus. I do want to care for other people as he did. The That's all, it all that should I be there. have up here goes down here and makes me feel a certain way to go do the thing. Yeah, it should all be there. But a lot of times we pick one of the three and we light the church on fire and, <laughs> and we're all just like, we're getting it done. So... So I just, I've noticed that someone just used that recently and I'm like, oh yeah, definitely. I've met all three types of those people and I know which one I tend to drift towards. Um, And so I I drift towards the, we should be getting stuff done. Yeah. And anyway, so I I just, I will always remember this smiling Jesus walking out of this tomb while the church is (laughs) just burning down behind him. And it's like, man, don't we do that? We're like, you know, let's just put on the big smile and everything else is just in flames. Yeah. So, well, thank you guys for listening through this last episode with us on Mars Hill. And uh, man, it's been a journey. We've been doing this for a long time, partially because we got caught up with other things, but also there's a lot of information to get through. So we appreciate yeah. y'all hanging in there with us, and we hope that it was encouraging to you. And ultimately, our hope is that um, there will be more jubilee, more true freedom as Jesus defines it and that we can find places of shalom, not places that value speed or growth or all of those type of things, but slow moving, healthy communities of people that create rest and that the good news becomes good news to people. People feel truly free. They're truly released from everything and that those creates little pockets of shalom. Um, like God intended, that we can say enough, which is like priority numero uno for shalom is to know how to say enough. So we love y'all. Thanks for listening and uh, catch you next time. Shalom. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It would mean a lot and help a lot if you could like the podcast, hit that subscribe button, and comment on our episode. Also, it would be next level if you could support us on patreon.com and pledge a small amount for every episode we produce. Remember, if this has been good for you, don't listen to it alone. Find a church family, find a friend, listen together, have conversations, and ask, if that's true, what do we do with that? Thanks again for listening to our podcast where we talk about jubilee, freedom, and shalom all the time.